Good afternoon. Welcome to Sticky Learning Lunches. Monday, excited. Brilliant day of the week to kick things off. We're just going to give it a few more minutes while the handful of people come in. Excited to see so many people this week. Some new faces, some long-standing friends. Thank you for being here. Abby, good to see you again. Andressa, thank you again. Colin, as always, I think you're the one person that has attended every single session pretty much. Stuart, thank you for being here. Karen, Howard, Gina, Gareth, Fabienne, Vicky, thank you. Victoria Moore, thank you for being here. Just going to give it 20 seconds, maybe more, or the last few people are arriving. As always, let's get ourselves set up for success. Mobile phones, hold them high. Let's get them on aeroplane mode. Zero out the distraction, 100% attention on you being here and investing in your mindset to help you deliver better results. Thank you, Colin, it's appreciated. Right, also hydration. Herbal teas, coffees, whatever it is you need, water to make sure that you're keeping your mind lubricated so that you can get the best from this. The third thing that we always do to set up the success in this situation is get yourself a fresh page for fresh thinking. So at the top of that page in your notepad, you're going to write keepers as always. Keepers at the top. It's the things that you want to remind yourselves about. It's the things you want to remember when you reread it. It's those things that you want to help reignite that learning and make sure that it sticks because that's what we're all about. That's why it's called sticky learning lunches because we want this stuff to stick not because it's a gooey lunch. Happy to hear, Colin, thank you very much for letting me know that the cards are starting to arrive as well. I know that a lot of you have ordered the cards and we are very thankful for that uh, from ourselves at Making Business Matter. Um, it's really important. We have had some challenges uh, with getting these out to people just for current circumstances. This isn't the normal procedure. This isn't the normal times that we're living in. They are arriving. They are landing on doormats. I have mine somewhere in this very office. So they are starting to arrive. So massively from me, thanks very much um, for the patience while these are arriving. Let's dive into today's session. Welcome to today's Sticky Learning Lunch with me, Nathan Simmons, Senior Leadership Coach for MBM, Making Business Matter. And we're the leadership development and soft skills provider to the grocery and manufacturing industry. The idea about these sessions is to give you a micro learning to help you be the best version of you in the work that you do. And whether that's at home, in the office, or even just returning to the office, it's just about helping you to upgrade and shift the thinking with one or two ideas that's going to help make a, a massive improvement. What are we covering today? Part two of the seven hurdles of time management. So this is about listing. What I wanted to do though, one of the points came through, I dove straight in on, on Friday with that first element, which is capturing. So what I wanted to do today was actually give you a bit of a flow diagram to show how all of these steps are working and how they interlink with each other. And then you can start to see actually, what was Nathan talking about here on previous session? Where's that gonna go to in the next session? And while I say that, that's as a reminder for me to take action, which we'll talk about in a minute. If you have not already registered for tomorrow's session, there will be a link in the chat box um, below 
to make sure that you can do that. So the first call to action from today's session is make sure that you're registered for the future sessions this week all the way through the time management process that we're talking about. And that link will be there in just a moment for you. So what we wanted to do was just give you that flow and that texture or, or context that we uh, that I want to take you through. So each step, each hurdle where you're going to find that challenge in your time management. So the first one, which is the one we talked about on Friday, is capturing. And capturing, as we talked about, are those points in time where the thoughts come up. And you know, is you need to be asking this question. This one question that's going to help you: What and where are your capture points? Let me say that again: What and where are your capture points? Now, this could be the notepad beside the beside your telephone or beside your your computer keyboard. It could be the packet of post-it notes in your pocket. So, as you're walking down and someone grabs you in the corridor by the water machine, they, they say something to you or ask you and quickly get out that pad, that's another capture point. It might be Alexa, it might be a voice recorder, it might be um, your email, your inbox. Where are all your different capture points? And as we talked about on there, it's not about so much about the number of capture points, it's whether or not you trust those capture points. That's gonna be the important part. But the first part in this is understanding, okay, what and where are they? Because if you don't know where they are, chances is you're going to be writing things down in your in your system or your so-called system in floating speech marks, and you're going to be losing them. And therefore, if you're losing them, you're going to start losing trust in your ability and your capability to get stuff done with the time that you've got. Hope this makes sense. So, what and where are your capture points? The second stage in here in this part of the flow is emptying and i'll explain this a little bit more tomorrow though so we're not going to go into that today and then we've got deleting so let's give you an idea of what's going on here capture point could be an email it could be your significant other um sending you a request to do something or or, or need to do something maybe buy the cereal or need some milk so your capture point capturing comes in here. What you then have is you have your listing, which is what we're going to be talking about today. So you may want to take it out of your email and put it somewhere handy to make sure that you've got access to it. So that listing could be, you now it's a documentation, it's where are you getting stuff or making sure that you're storing stuff so it's in a place where you can access it at a regular basis. So we've gone from capturing up here, which can be in your mind, it could be electronic, or it could be paper, wherever that might be. And then we're taking it out and we're breaking it down into some core lists, some, you know, some clear categories that we can work from that are relevant to different, probably different elements in our life. That's how I work with these lists. Then what happens, once we've got it listed, we can either go across here into scheduling, which is fairly self-explanatory, and we'll talk about that a little bit later on, but it's just making sure that we're factoring in the right amount of time to make sure that we're taking the right amount of actions. From here, 
We've also got storing. When we're emptying certain elements out of here, so the email that's coming, is it something we need to store? Is it something we need to be aware of? So maybe that email that came in and said, could you get the milk or could you buy this or that? Actually, rather than that saying, could we do it? It was a case of so-and-so is gonna be taking that action. Need you to be aware of that. And we all know about that in a work context. So it might be um, you're working on a project. Just to let you know, John is doing this and I wanted you to be aware of this in case this happens. So that thing comes in and maybe we don't need to take action on it, but we do need to store it because we need to have future reference and we need to have an understanding of it. Then if things change, then maybe it goes to listing and then maybe it goes to scheduling, depending on what happens in that, in that flow of thinking. And as always, nothing's gonna work up here. So we may have gone to the the listing, okay, which list is it on? Do I have access to that list? Okay, how do I make sure I act on it? If it's scheduled, how do I make sure I act on it? So kind of the flow looks like this. That's given us an idea of how we're moving things. So we get the email, can you take action on this? Yes, great. Well, I'm gonna put that on the relevant list to make sure it works. Milk. Home life, okay, I'm gonna keep that separate. Where do I keep that list? Where do I store it? Or if I need, you know, and then how do I make sure I act on it? And if it's in there, well maybe, as an example for the home life one, we've got it on the list, scheduling it. On the way from home from work, I'm gonna do A, B, and C, it's gonna look like this. I know this is a very kind of, it's not even simplified, it's just this is kind of a normal action that we take on a daily basis. But what we find is inside these seven points, these seven hurdles, is we find that our time management tends to drop off. Can I screenshot the whiteboard? Yes, I can. We can do even better than that, and we will send you a copy of this as a graphic, which is far neater than my handwriting. But we find that in one of these points here, or one or more, more than one, we will find that we have a um, like a tripwire that causes it. So maybe we don't have faith in one of these elements. Maybe we're not emptying these things enough, which then causes us a problem. Or we're storing it in the wrong way. Uh, can't see anything, is it just me? It says waiting to view. Victoria, I think that might be you. You might wanna do a refresh on your system, just so you're aware of that. Is ev can everyone else see my screen and, what I'm, and, and my whiteboard here? Can see the camera? Okay, there's a couple of people that can't see me. Jump out, maybe do a refresh on your system and then come straight back in. Is my recommendation. I should get a job in IT. Switch it off, turn it back on again, it'll be fine. Sorry if anyone from IT is here. Oops, not making friends. So we find that you know these seven key points, there'll be a point where we have a trip up and we have a problem. And this is why we're doing these sessions. So we can just break it into chunks and give you a couple of elements to work on. So when we get into listing, number one, 
is getting the stuff out of your head. As I get this question, I said, you know, what and where are your capture points? And highlighting them like mentally or even writing them down. Okay, what works, what doesn't work? And two of the most powerful questions you can ask to get you know, in personal development. What's working, what's not working? Where am I forgetting things? Where am I losing stuff? Do I have faith in those points where I'm capturing stuff? As I said on Friday, when we're doing this, there are no prizes for remembering. It's not a game. You know, we're not gonna get some, um, some book of reward vouchers or something for testing our memory in high pressure environments. As I've said before, and I'll say it again, that part, that logical part of your brain starts to shut down when you go into stress. And most of us are working at some sort of level of stress, depending on the projects or the environments that we're working in. So our brain isn't going to be functioning at the highest possible level anyway. So let's not put it under more pressure and start breaking the faith in ourselves by trying to play a memory game with our to-do lists, especially when we have multiple functions and multiple obligations coming in from home from work, from every individual that we're relating to in our teams and our personal life. I hope this, you know, I hope this is clear. Number two, it's a living and breathing document. What do we mean by this? Is working out where your lists are and getting comfortable with, you know, I try and I try a fairly reductionist approach to this. And what I mean to that is I have one for my work, I have one for home, and then I have my own personal to-do list. So that might be DIY projects, it might be personal work projects, it might be stuff. I've got these key elements. So I try not to have too many lists, okay? And I know some people out there may have a list for their lists. There's a few of us that exist like this. If it works for you, great. If you can trust that process, great. It's about making sure you get it in a way that works for you so you can access it and make sure that it is living and breathing. And what, you know, what needs to happen is that when you put things onto this, you can see that they're being taken off of it, that you can see that you're taking the action, that you can see things are going into your agenda and that list is working for you. Because what happens is if you fail to you know, capture something up here and it doesn't make it down to here and it doesn't get to here, how do you feel? Now, someone says to you, and this is an open question for all of you watching and, and engaging here, you know, you miss something, your boss asks you to do something, your wife or husband asks you to do something, and you thought, oh yeah, I'll get that right. And it doesn't happen for whatever reason because something else came in that seemed to be a higher priority or a higher stress, and it doesn't get done. And then that person, 24 hours later, 48 hours later, a week later, says, oh, what about that thing I talked about? How do you feel? when you don't get it done. Embarrassed, incompetent, and the self-talk is vicious, absolutely. What sort of language do we hear up here when we start to do this? 
or when this happens to us? What sort of things are we saying to ourselves? We failed, yes. Negative, not good enough. Anything to bring me down, absolutely. Not again, that's a bad one. Now, it's this wonderful thing we're getting to the language of should when you're talking about not again. Oh, I should have said that. Oh, I should have done that. Oh, I should be doing this. Well, should is the language of guilt and shame. And what's happening is that that part of you, that voice of the critic that's kicking in, is using this language. What happens, though, is when we say should, we don't create action. So the moment we can change that language, uh, the words like should, to now what's the valuable lesson in this? What is it I need to do in future to make sure this doesn't happen again? Or even better, what is it I need to do in future to make sure I improve upon this? The moment we change the should, which is a statement, to a question, we can create an alternative action that will deliver a better result. I hope this makes sense. Kick myself again, I've done it before. Absolutely. This isn't going to help. It's not a memory test. We get clear on where the capture point is. We get clear on the list where we're storing this, inf where, we're, where we're holding this information while we're working out where it's going to go so that we can access it, take action, and get it done. It becomes living and breathing when we put things onto the list and then we start removing those things um, in a, a priority order, in a chronological order. So that our brain can start to say this is working this is a behavior that benefits us personally professionally and we need to keep doing it so we start to habitualize the action because our brain can see it working if it's not a living breathing document and you don't know where these lists are or what list is benefiting you you're going to have a problem it won't feel very good because the voice of the critic will turn up um, your boss will turn up, your wife, husband, whatever will turn up and give you a hard time and you'll give yourself an even harder time, which doesn't feel good, therefore you won't do it. The primordial part of your brain will say this isn't a habit that we want to keep doing because it doesn't feel good. I hope this is useful. Number three. This is where we start getting a little bit. We're going to create some action here. I think it's time for a new blue pen. Get a complete list of your lists. So we want to go into the analytics. We want you to start breaking down what is working for you, what isn't working for you. We want you to do this so you can see it for yourself. So I've written some questions down here to fire into you all. Pens and papers ready. First, how many lists do you have? How many lists do you have? The second one here, where are you keeping your lists? Where are you keeping them? You know, do you have them at regular intervals or regular kind of um, grabbable spaces? How far away from your desk are they? And something that just popped into my head is actually, what are you keeping these lists on? I used to have a really bad habit of trying to recycle old bits of paper and old envelopes, and I'd write my list of my today's do list on that because I knew that I'd get things done and get rid of them. But the problem was that because it's written on the back of an old envelope, 
someone will pick up the old envelope and think it needed recycling and throw it out and my list would fall down. So sometimes you just need to have um, a little bit of a framework around it. So it might be one of those to-do pads. It might be the edge, a bigger one of those blotters on the edge of it. So it's just thinking about where are you keeping your lists? And how accessible are those lists? So the three questions are, how many lists do you have? Where are you keeping your lists? And how accessible are those lists? And from, by doing this, we're going to start breaking down this hurdle, the listing hurdle, and now and, and get you that site. So you've got 20, I was going to say 24 hours, but it's not. You've got 23 and a half hours before we get into the next session to help you get that clarity of where those things are. Suggestion so coming uh, one list on Excel and on a paper printout, add notes to paper and update the sheet. That is amazing, Joan. That is amazing. So you know, is you know, getting the place to put your questions. Um, sorry, you know, so you're you're in, absolutely on the right path with these. So Jane's suggesting you know she's got one list on Excel and on paper. So she's got an Excel version and a printed out version. Adds notes to the paper and updates that sheet every Friday. So it's a living, breathing document, and it's always with me on my desktop screen. Absolutely, this is one way to do that. So it's about you know that reductionist method and kind of drilling and um, um, distilling it down to make sure we've got clarity and more faith and trust in what we're doing. So once you've got those three questions, is in looking at those lists and where they are and working out okay, is it the right number of lists? Do I trust this mechanism? And depending on how many um, lists you've got in there, or a the capture points and b the lists putting a tick and cross next to those. Does it work, does it not work? Simple. If it doesn't work, how can you help to eliminate that and then move it into a list that is working for you? Trello on phone or laptop, yes. I'm a fan of Trello, I've used that before for team environments. So tick and cross next to it, super simple, tick or cross. If it's working, great, you keep it. If it's not, stop doing it. Now, like me with the envelope, okay, I thought I was doing the world a favor and saving an envelope and saving, you know, and, and recycling. Fantastic. There's other ways to recycle and there's other ways to save the world that also helps save my sanity. And they're accessible and they're usable. So this is the exercise for today. How many lists you got? Where are you keeping them? And, you know, is it working? Is it trustable? Hope this is useful. It is 24 minutes past according to this clock. Boom, 23. What's been useful from today's conversation? Tell me one thing that you've picked up from today that has been useful to support your time management skill set. Flowchart, good. Grand. While those are coming up, also, we do have the time management cards as well. It's a coaching deck that goes through the seven hurdles that you can take yourself through as well as your team through. We're going to put a link for the coaching cards in the chat box as well. Two lists, hand accessible on desk. Good. Flowchart, giving a clear understanding of the seven points. Abby, thank you very much. Getting organized. Absolutely good. Also, the three questions making me really think. I'm, this is my job. I want to make you in the nicest possible way. I want to make you think. I want to challenge your thinking. So 
so that you can become more incredible than yesterday. It's all I care about. Making it live, absolutely. The moment that we put things on that list and we start thinking about it is the moment we get ourselves in trouble. Normally with someone else, normally our significant other half because we've forgotten. And then we start to put that element of doubt into our system and the system falls down from the inside out. That I need to rationalize my list and recognize my capture points because I have too many. Good, funnel it down. You know, make it, you know, what is what was the saying? It was the Bruce Lee saying, no, I do not fear the man that's learned 10,000 kicks. I fear the man that's done one kick 10,000 times. And what that means is when we funnel it down, we use one point and we do it very well, then it will be a thing of beauty. Whereas if we do lots and lots and lots, actually we spread our capabilities. So we just drill it down, distill it, boil it down to what we need and execute. Good. There's a lot of good stuff coming up. Hope this is useful. So this is stage two. We're talking about listing. Tomorrow we're going to get into emptying. Before we do that, though, what questions have you got for me around time management? And it might be something I answer today, or it might be something I bake into the future sessions. What questions have you got for me right now? Steely silence. Either there's no questions or the questions are so long, I'm going to be knocked down by the sheer weight of them. So as I said earlier, tips to help someone in team. Absolutely no questions, but enjoying the way things are building up. Thank you, Stuart. No question. Thank you, Karen, for letting me know. Tips to help someone in team. Two ways we can do this, Victoria. One, get them in these sessions. And you know, it's a, it's a good call out for anyone that's in these sessions. If you know someone that would benefit from being in these training sessions, they're free. You know, if your business would um, would be would benefit or support just from a sticky learning lunch with me for 30 minutes every day, and there's going to be no cost to your business other than them enjoying their lunch with within this conversation, get them involved. The second thing would be is as you start to see these stages, structure your coaching session to go through that. So maybe walk them through the seven points. And what I'll do is after this, Sarah, who fantastically um, supports um, these sessions from more of a technical point of view, we can get the white paper shared out with everyone as well. So you can see each of these stages and share the, 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 some of the elements that go with this as well. And some of these questions I'm asking. So you can use it as a live conversation to build with them. But what you can do is you can just start breaking down over the course of 10, 15 minute coaching sessions and go through each of the seven hurdles to help build them up. Hope this makes sense. So rather than kind of bombarding with, you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to do da, 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 and then going, oh, okay, that's too much, and they don't do any of it because it's become overwhelming. Actually, you just take them through each stage. Oh, so where are you capturing this? Where, does all, where, do these where do these action points come in? Oh, you get it from the coffee machine. Oh, from the canteen. Oh, while you're in the car. Oh, when, okay, great. And then getting people to highlight that. Okay, then how are you bringing all that together? Get two or three key questions as you work through each of the elements of the hurdles and then just start building or getting, helping to build that person up in their own realization, their own thinking in order to create their own, own improvements. Hope that helps, Victoria. But please get them involved. Um, Caroline Douglas, 
sorry, uh, when you have completed your action but are awaiting response, should these be on your to-do list? That is a blooming good question. And I'm thinking the best place to take them over here is into that scheduling, into the storing space and then in the scheduling space. So what you've got here is that maybe you've taken the action and you send them the email, it comes back in. You, they've done this point, it's now turned into a new action. So we've, we've taken it now. Okay, well, I don't have to do anything out of here. We store that. So maybe that goes into a schedule, it goes into a, a task list or whatever that sits on your Outlook. And then maybe that gets scheduled for the follow-up two days, three days time. So it doesn't sit on your list because the action got taken, so therefore you're clear. It's If you're the leader though, it's still your responsibility to make sure that individual does what they need to do and what you've asked them, you know, the expectation you set. So you can store that information and schedule a follow-up to make sure that it has been actioned or done so that you can take the next action that you need to take following up from that. I hope that's useful. Brilliant. Good questions. I've enjoyed this. Hope this is good. I'm hoping you're starting to see some things. Some of you are seeing how certain things are working. Brilliant, because you may find other hurdles aren't. And some of you are finding out actually this is why it's not working. This is why I am hitting the hurdle rather than leaping over it. Hoping you're starting to see this, uh, the value in this. Nice, thank you very much, Colin. We are on time. Massive thank you for today. Really appreciate the engagement. I really appreciate, appreciate your time sharing this with me and investing yourself. Looking forward to seeing you tomorrow. As I've said, link for tomorrow's session is in the chat box the link for the coaching cards is in the chat box as well so you can get the time management coaching cards there the leadership ones the mental health conversation ones as well as the the, uh, the coaching as well is there a recording of this on friday yes there is and marie absolutely is um we can also in when you see the link there for the sticky learning lunches if you go to that page at the top are the you know the days and the future set and, and future sessions Underneath is all of the previous ones that we've been doing for the last five, six weeks, maybe even seven weeks now. So it's all recorded in there. So you can access them, share them with other people, send people the links, absolutely. Um, so they're there. So you've got tomorrow's session, get registered, see you tomorrow. You've got the cards there. If you haven't got a packet or you wanna get some packs of those cards for different areas or aspects of your business, do so. They're there for you available. And they're only five pound a pack, which is huge value for what you get out of them. And then the other part is the virtual classrooms. Now, if you know there's people in your teams or there's people in your business or your whole business as, as in its entirety would benefit from experience with either myself or, or one of the rest of us at MBM delivering some content that's gonna help you take your skills up in a very much more um, you know, intense way because it's gonna be focused and nuanced to the people in your business and to the personalities, then the link there is for the virtual classrooms. If you would like to make a difference in your business, if you would like to help take those skill sets up, click that link and let's have a conversation to make that happen. Cards ordered, fantastic. Category management, oh, wonderful. Appreciated. Everybody, thank you for being here again. It is greatly appreciated from me. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow and please have a phenomenal rest of your day. Look forward to seeing you then.